0: Hello, you're welcome to If I Were the Minister for Education from unshot.net Special Episode What if we go to Level 5? On Sunday evening mfet recommended that ireland should go into level five of the covid 19 restrictions effectively locking the country down completely to levels that we didn't see since april about six months ago and all the various measures that were in place will be back well that is except for schools which for some reason are still deemed to be safe to open but despite what some of the journal commentators or social media trolls and even politicians think. I don't know anyone working in a school that actually wants to go back to working from home again. Remote teaching was not fun at all. And personally, I never worked hard as I did from March had just gone. Closing school buildings is not something I think anyone wants to happen again. But what should we do if the country does go into level five of lockdown? With the government defying the NFET recommendations, it's probably just kicking the can down the road, really. And I can't really imagine a time that we won't be in Level 5 territory before too long. So I asked on listeners, what did they think Level 5 should look like for schools? um, And I asked them on Facebook and Twitter. And in this episode, I'm going to examine their answers and see if we can piece together the bones of a plan. Perspective is an interesting tool um, and it's not a bad idea uh, to see what the country would look like in a level 5 situation because if we just focus on the one thing like schools, people tend to forget about what else happens. So at level 5, if schools are open, outside of school world, so in normal world let's say, it would mean no visitors and no gatherings either indoor or outdoor and it would mean staying within 5 kilometers of your home. Now schools being open in a landscape where there are no visitors and no gatherings indoors or outdoors seems to fly completely in the face of not only the guidelines or the rules but of common sense. I mean just even take the children out of the equation for a second because some people forget there are adults that work in, that are in schools, you know there's um, you know, I, I think when people talk, t- talk about, oh, the, the schools, they actually forget it's a workplace and there are adults in there. So even if none of the children were in the buildings, at level five restrictions, having adults in the building also goes against the restrictions. However, it does look like schools are becoming accepted as being an essential service and the teachers are, in fact, frontline workers. And I think as educate, uh, educators, we have to accept that perhaps and um, maybe we do have to accept it and maybe we are just getting a kind of a, a glimpse into um, a world we never we never knew Um, maybe it's the first glimpse we may have gotten of what life is probably like for doctors and nurses working in hospitals every day uh, during the pandemic Um, we are possibly uh, for the first time and I hate this word but I'm going to use it and I think it's, it, 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 it's one time you can actually use this word um, literally. We are possibly for the first time literally putting our lives at risk when we go to work and it's impossible to have schools fully open to all pupils and even have the basics of safety measures fully in place even with the best will in the world dur- uh, during a level 5 lockdown. However most of us have to accept this risk I'm not saying we, we do accept it But we have to accept this risk um, But we do wish our representative bodies Would just go a little bit further And maybe a lot further in some cases To ensure that we have the safest possible environment That we have For example the correct PPE gear Or the buildings that we're actually working in Are, are, are safe um, Which none of them are I mean, like, I mean I imagine one day we might even <laughs> We'll look back and balk at the fact uh you know if you if you look at the ventilation measures that are recommended in the in the back to school guidelines in every school the like the guidelines are open the windows and, and that's grand in september when the weather is mild but coming into october and the winter months you know i i think it'll be a different story anyway let's get on to uh the feedback um that i got from our listeners on facebook and twitter uh where they uh, gave their thoughts on uh, what schools would look like during level five and um, I'm gonna read some of them and add comments. So about between uh, the two uh, social media channels, uh, we had uh, about 40 comments in the last day or two uh, when I asked the question. So let's get on with it and uh, start with the first one. Um, and basically, uh, we, were, we had people that were very generous with their uh, feedback. um, I'm going to read these lives and and react live this is uh, being done without a script Uh, so there will be a lot of hmms and ehs and ahs uh, for me uh, so please forgive me Um, and I'm going to start off with the first tweet that came in when I asked um, and basically, it was for, uh, it, it, it gave um, what what this is what teachers said they would do in a level five lockdown. So this teacher, Fergal, said I would make provision for socially distant classes for our SEN students and incorporate blended learning into the curriculum. Then I would create online courses and content for teachers to teach, and I would fund open generic platforms and bring um, is it Dorling Kindersley on board. Um, I hope this guy doesn't work for uh, Dorling kindersley uh, it seems DK do you remember those books when you were little those uh, fact books and non-fiction books they're still around Dorling kindersley I, I assume um anyway um I, I mean there's that there's there's a lot of sense there I mean blended learning I think is going to be a theme of uh, some of the replies I got um you know and, and and we I suppose we have to explore what that really means um I've done uh, I did a full four uh, part episode um, blended learning back in early september uh when i was predicting that schools would be all closed <laughs> within weeks and um, i may actually uh be right uh despite um I- the way things are going uh but i do know uh things are a bit the schools are being uh, kept open at all costs but um it's interesting though i think there's some 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 things here from uh, Fergus suite that are very uh are absolutely right we do have to look at blended learning. Now, I kind of look at like, making provision for socially distant classes for SEN students. That's okay for children with uh, additional needs that uh, can access distant uh, classes. Now, uh, socially distant classes, now I'm not sure if he means face to face here or not, um, because there are some students uh, in our schools that can't and didn't access learning when we were uh doing the remote learning uh back in the first lockdown so i i I do think um he possibly means here uh face to face in school and i think provision does need i mean after going through uh, the the five months of of remote learning certainly i think one uh, one thing that we need to do is um there, there needs to be some children that will be in school and i think children with additional needs who cannot access remote learning have to be uh, prioritized. So I'd agree with that. I would agree with uh, creating online courses. In fact, I'm surprised they haven't already been provided or haven't been uh, uh, built by uh, the PDST. Um, and uh, I, I agree uh, that that content would be there for teachers to teach and uh, funding open generic pro- uh, platforms and and companies like Dorling Kindersley, I think actually during the first lockdown when everybody gave everything away for free and um, there were some particularly good ones out there, um, uh, Scholastic I think, didn't they open up some of their, uh, a lot of their books for free, um, that's one company and there was um, E.ON I think, who provided loads of uh, books as well, so quite a lot of material, so I, I'd agree, I think they would need to be funded this time, I can't see companies uh, being so generous this time um, uh, for for lock uh, for a, a level five lockdown. Uh, so thanks uh, for that, Fergal. Um I think um, uh, Katrina here uh, basically said, "I hope makala Tio, I think they're the production company behind School Hub, uh, <laughs> have a plan ready to go too." Uh, they uh, she she says uh, that they rescued many before the summer, um, and they'd be appreciated again. Now I do know actually that. Um, this production company are uh, resurrecting uh, the school hub um in this month in october um i got a message from their their producer uh it was supposed to be a homework club but um, they may have to shift that and turn it into um <laughs> uh, back to home learning again uh but yeah i i, f- I actually have say one of the big surprises uh of uh lockdown was how successful the rte school hub was and full credit uh to uh, the company um who produced uh, the school hub it was really really very good uh, and i do think actually j- if we have another lockdown we will probably need it I, I i would say i would suggest they might extend it to junior and senior infants this year and uh, maybe that's just uh, me as a parent of a, ju- uh, of, a of an infant uh, looking for uh, a bit of time <laughs> um uh, to uh, uh, to um i suppose i uh, get someone else to teach my child uh but there we go uh katrina also says uh had a plan back in mid-september uh at level one two three four and five uh which uh, she had suggested uh, and level five will be all distance learning as uh, she would suggest um now i i'm not sure i agree with that uh, particularly i do think uh, we do need uh, to have the school buildings open for some children no matter what and i as i said just earlier on children with additional needs who cannot access Distant learning, I, w- I would suggest, and I would probably um, have a very limited um, number of children who come in who would be uh, essential frontline workers. Now, I, I'm talking about um, people who are um, working very much on the front line. Uh, so, uh, children of nurses, doctors. I mean, I heard a story today of a nurse in the first lockdown who had her child, uh, who had to bring her child um, to work, and he sat in the car. Um, with um, a computer and, and various toys and things like that and she came out and checked him every hour like that's not okay um, I, I also I mean well, we're talking about nurses, doctors uh, um, I, I presume, I mean I'm going to say teachers because who's going to mind teachers, children if teachers can't mind children uh, but we have to look at that too I think um, and there's probably others as well um, I, I, I don't know where the line is drawn there um, but uh, there, there are two examples um, someone called Canalu. Uh, it's a website, canalu.co.uk. Um, They've suggested that we we hide again, like the teaching unions did all summer. Well, I'm I, I'm not going to give out about the unions in this podcast. Uh, um, but um, well, that's that's fair enough. Um, someone here um, talked about second level. Now, this is not a second level podcast, so I'm just going to skip over that. Uh, but thanks for the comment. Um, if we close now i'd like an announcement that there'd be two weeks distance learning provided then two weeks of midterm and then schools will be ready to go and we can start to take a fortnight at the end of the month um so i i can see what's going on there so two weeks of distance learning and then a week off um yeah it might bring things down i think i think the idea of i think the one nfet were uh, saying uh, seemed to be wanting was like a short thrift lockdown of two weeks to bring to to if we remember the simon harris flatten the curve flatten the curve we're not hearing flatten the curve very often at the moment and that curve is on the rise Um, someone said move midterm up uh, ursula here move midterm up by two weeks if schools closed for four weeks that would mitigate damage by 50 percent now i don't know about the figures there but you know uh, closing schools for four weeks is a long time i think two weeks maybe would be enough to see the start of results um, I don't know. We could we could go with that. As someone here, Jay Kelly says, "Well, as the saying goes, I wouldn't start from here." Uh, I absolutely agree with him. Uh, if we look at Moldova, for example, they had seven different plans for the various uh, for schools uh, for for in case uh, things ha- things went awry. We had a plan A, which uh, I still uh, can, uh, would 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 uh, suggest could be summed up uh, with a fingers crossed emoji. Um. Somebody said, uh, "Katrina here. Uh, air purification or proper ventilation systems in all classrooms?" Yeah. I mean, it's just look. Yeah, absolutely. But that's not going to happen. Um. Now, um. And, and we have so many schools. We have four thousand schools. I don't know if that's possible. Um. Either. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting point, and I'd actually be interested in what, what other people think. I mean, do we need? like do we need to put a uh, uh, proper ventilation systems in those schools i suppose we do while this vi- uh, for this virus um and should they remain in schools and how much would it all cost and yeah it's it's like i, I mean we probably do uh, need that um am i the only one who thinks that half in um is still rather a lot of people in a room for the day um, so this is uh, somebody, yeah, somebody responding to somebody here called the beautiful truth I blended learning half in and half out, proper social distancing, all children masked, all windows open, proper PP for teachers, rapid testing. Okay, so there's loads of that. That's a great tweet because it gives you a lot to chew on. So I've talked about blended learning in a full episode, um, four parts. I, I agree we need to be doing blended learning. I actually don't agree with half in half out um, as a rudimentary because I find it a bit rudimentary because I think there are some children that need to be in all the time. I think there are some children that need to be in none of the time, um and I think there's some children that need to be in sometimes. Um, and if I was to have, uh, I suppose I, this is where I bring in my own opinion uh, to this. I, I I think I like the idea of um of that flexibility where okay, there there are some children who don't need to come to school uh, during lockdown. These are the children who were fine learning online. Now I'm not saying anybody was absolutely fine, but there was there were some children I suppose who um might choose to stay at home let's say um uh, and and might have the support of uh, somebody at home uh, to help with the teaching and the teacher could and a teacher could provide uh the lessons and they could be taught at home but we also have uh, high risk and very high risk children who can't come in at all and might uh need to just come in and might just not come in at all um then we have uh, children as i said who need to come in all the time so i've uh, went through that uh, just a few seconds ago and then i think uh, there's that middle ground of people who need to come in sometimes and i i suppose um the half in half out for that might work but again we need to find out how that works in reality um so you know there's there's that just other children that might need to come in as well i i i guess um i I work in a desh school and there'll be some families i know who as much as we tried uh, to uh, engage in learning or engage in in, any, in, 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 um, in lots of other aspects, it didn't happen. So I'd say again, um, school will be very important uh, for children in this um, in this category. Uh, proper social distancing. Look, you know, we can only do proper social distancing with fewer people in the school. So uh, that goes that goes uh, goes hand in hand with uh, fewer children in the school. All children masked. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's probably right, Uh, all windows open yeah i i'm i'm I, i'm finding as things are getting colder that's becoming harder to do um and you know someone might say to me well man up there just sort of wear a coat or whatever Um like i've been wearing double socks <laughs> in my office for the last uh since since we got back and i'm still a bit cold and i don't feel the cold so but anyway no i think you know in reality we have to do that sorry for the beeping there in the background uh i'll, I'll get that uh switched off in a second proper ppe uh for teachers um yeah, I mean, absolutely, we need proper PPE And rapid testing, absolutely I mean, it's shocking, you know, that You know, we need teachers, we need teachers in work We don't have enough teachers in the country uh, already I mean, if I go for a test, if I need a test I need, be, um, I need to be, I need to get my results ASAP Because I need to get back to work I, I think, did um, it was Stephen Donnelly got his, his himself sorted within four hours I mean, if it's, like, I don't think he's as important as someone who's working on the front line, um, and 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 teachers really at the moment, I, we are on the front line, uh, and and that's just, um, you know, th- it's just the truth at the minute, um, and we don't have enough teachers. So if I have a teacher who needs to go for a test, and they come, and the, uh, the I need to know the results quickly, so if they're negative, they can come back quickly, so they're not losing uh, days of pay and things like that. Um, let's see. Do, uh, w- w- I'm just skipping through a few of them. Um, someone called maraid uh, she said get every employee from every quango working on a blended or distance learning plan for all pupils especially vulnerable ones immediately uh, you to the inspectorate forget about those compliance checks and talk to stephen donnelly about regular racket toys. so basically what she's saying is anyone who's working for the pdst anyone who's working for the teaching council anyone who's working for the, d- the inspectorate, get back to school do you know what i i actually agree um i, I i'd certainly i mean Unless, I mean, the PDSC have not showered themselves in any glory um, during the first lockdown. And I don't see any signs of them showering themselves in glory for our next lockdown when it happens. So, I mean, I, I would be, I mean, unless they create a curriculum very very quickly they need to get back to work similarly and inspe- there's no need for the inspectors at the minute i mean the silliness about the compliance checks and and ringing up for support we don't need it just go back to school for a few weeks you know what, what is it wear the green jersey i can't believe i've said wear the green jersey put on the green jersey but you know it, it, th- i think you're right marade it's probably a very good idea um and again rapid uh, testing on-site testing look 4 thousand schools not possible I don't think but uh, uh, um, and that, that that that's um anyway maybe maybe it is possible I don't know um mer- another maraid um blended learning at four online only at level five now I've, I've talked about that um you know so I I, I, I I do think there are some children that do need to come to school um I've got from Katrina here parents consciously deciding to keep kids at home this would reduce class size considerably Yeah, but they c- they're not consciously deciding now um, so i'm not sure whether that would work um but um yeah i mean you c- it could try that i mean but i don't know who would who would take part in it like now you can sort of consciously decide not to send your child to school not that many are doing it um, but but there we go. Uh, give teachers on to across various engines something to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I I agree. And um, um, they they need to, they need to produce an online curriculum. Um, I I just can't understand they haven't. Class action news. If you don't follow class action news, uh, it's a um, it's 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 supposed to be a satirical uh, look on um, school life, but it's becoming less satirical as we go on uh, because. Things are so... um are so crazy i mean i i mean they are it's still satire but it's not it's coming across as too close to the phone sometimes but you should follow class action news it's very very funny um and, and I, it's you know that kind of funny uh, where you're laughing and then you start crying because it hits you um, and <laughs> how bad things are well she has said i gracefully resign and let somebody competent take over and you know what i i would imagine uh, there's a number of principals uh, thinking like that uh, at the moment um, again, NB, uh, blended learning, properly resourced, half in half out, all this kind of stuff. So again, and uh, she asked the question like I was just asking earlier on, what are we gonna do on a day with temperature dro- when the temperature drops and all the windows are open? i don't know i mean are we going to be wearing gloves scarves uh hoodies over thermal things and thermal try? i just don't know i don't know Cage says i don't know what the solution is given the inadequacies of the infrastructure of schools and teacher people ratio uh but masks at primary level will be a start yeah i mean i to be honest you know this is it uh and actually sometimes we haven't said that for a while the inadequacies of the infrastructure of schools Um, I remember uh, a couple of months ago when we were talking about the reopening of schools I talked about how all the agent, the Department of Education were going to reap what they've sown over the last decade or two where they have totally under-resourced in schools, we have the highest uh, class sizes in the EU, um, bar none Um, we um, We have very very poor school buildings, we have way too many schools um, and 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 therefore we can't fund them all properly because there is only a certain amount of money um for the population that we have and you know there's a lot of you know there's so many di- and then sure look all the rest of the problems that we have uh which I go on about uh in the normal podcast uh, I've done 38 episodes um of the podcast uh so far and I have another hundred left and these are all uh, me talking about things in the education system that need to, ta- to be tackled and um, so we do have a, we are reaping what we sow so it's a very good point um, susan suggests funding for a school nurse or a medical person is qualified to tell whether a child should go home or not and um, you know again we've 4000 schools do we have 4000 nurses that could do that i i just don't think we do it's it's a really um it's a really it's it, it, this is the quandary we have um but should we have access to a local medical person who could be qualified to do that um but i mean again like i'm in a school with 400 children and you know we we now things have quieted down a little bit uh, now but you know we were we, we we would have had seven eight nine ten uh, calls uh, to uh, check on children and and send them home um and that's um you know that's that's if that's just my school and i, I and you know i'm sure it's the same in other schools it might be very difficult to do that maybe just uh, an over cautiousness is probably the way to go um katrina says a national centralized panel of teachers offering age-appropriate curriculum driven daily um each class group for children in the following circumstances um and so on so i think I, i i could be reading this tweet incorrectly because there's a there's a typo in there that i just can't get but I would like to hope (laughs) that Mm. Katrina is suggesting that we have teachers who uh, teach uh, online, live possibly, um, and people could tune into that. And it wouldn't necessarily be tied to a school, but that's, maybe I'm just wishing my own thoughts on what Katrina is saying there. But I think that's a really good idea that you have, you know the way we have all these teachers teaching in particular schools, and they're all teaching only their classes. Wouldn't it be an idea to forget tying teachers to particular schools and trying to come up with a system where you know teachers could be on call to any children like you you would have almost like a live tv show where there's a number of teachers supporting children and you know you've got teachers teaching live you've got teachers on a help desk um listening in i mean i know this would be uh, terribly difficult to do and uh, i suppose it's pie in the sky thinking but that's uh, as good as i can be um and then uh, the last uh, tweet I got there was uh, thank you Rachel <laughs> if I was Norma I'd do what I've done all along and put on my invisibility cloak well I'm not going to give out about Norma Foley uh, I'm being very good today I'm not uh, giving out about anybody um, but uh, I think um, it's, uh, if, if we're on level 5 well I think these people will be, will be more visible alright so let's move on to Facebook now and uh, let's have a look at some of the comments we got uh from uh there and um, it's it's funny the difference between twitter and facebook sometimes uh with the comments uh i suppose you can have longer comments on uh facebook but you can also have a just kind of uh, a, a just different um a different kind of what's the word and not saying attitude or ju- almost a different way of thinking or a different uh, um, way of speaking and um, so i i've just uh, go through some of the comments here anyway um someone said half the class sizes i mean i'd agree with that but where are we going to put the other half um I- I- uh, and do we do half in half out and then we go back to that question <laughs> someone here called eilish says just blame somebody else um for for it um, I, I i'm not quite sure what she's referring to but i'm it's quite funny um uh, someone there has shared an, uh, an article there from theatlantic.com now i don't know theatlantic.com uh, but um, if you want to go to facebook.com slash it says look globally at what has worked so far the article is long but worth reading and i will spare you me reading a very long article and um, sarah has said half the class in at a time so again a masks for all so a lot of masks for all now she says if kids in canada can do it then so can kids here so clearly in canada that's what's happening um, it's kind of funny. Uh, I, I in Ireland, we sometimes say, "Well, you know, Ireland's very different to everywhere else," and maybe we are, and maybe we aren't. Um, and I don't know what's happening in Canada, um, to be honest with you. But you know, they're clearly doing something. Uh, I do know as well. In um, in some countries, uh, sorry, in, in the US, one of my friends over there, he's doing complete distance learning um, or remote learning in um, where he is, uh, and he said it's it's kind of going fine, uh, but do you know, it's it's interesting How, how uh, the, the different Countries contexts. Um, Michael says close the schools to midterm um, But if they attempt to lock down And don't include schools um, We will have to down tools um, So he's basically telling us to have the Blue flu I think uh, what, what would the teacher version of a blue flu be I don't know um, Martin says ignore NFET advice and look after Economic and social life and our mental health And well being Well that's exactly what the government did (laughs) so um yeah um there you go martin they must have listened to you um andy and uh niall had a bit of a a conversation here uh close the schools next friday so for two weeks up to midterm that will make it three weeks and we'll go again after midterm hopefully with increased testing and further help for schools regarding building work extra toilets extra hand washing facilities extra teachers to help splitting class and provision of substitutes and stuff um and um Niall said, "No way will they close the schools uh, to give teachers another holiday in inverted commas." So it's an interesting conversation uh, that went on about whether they should close over the next two weeks, uh, and it went on and uh, a good conversation actually. Uh, there, it's interesting you can get these interesting conversations either on on Twitter, but also on um, uh, on uh, Facebook, and um, yeah, it talks about a, a lot of interesting things about the HSE really need. Um, to um, pull their socks up there i think as well is what one of them is saying and um we have provide masks to every teacher in the country okay so at the moment uh, teachers have to provide their own masks because we can't compel teachers to wear masks issue clear guidelines for schools to follow that make schools as safe to work as they possibly can be consider shutting them for a week or two while the measures uh that the department should have put in place between march and august but didn't <laughs> like class sizes been half set teachers been given full class given classes extra brief now that's interesting set set teachers been given classes now this is something i i, I discussed um briefly uh in one of the uh, episodes and i i mean i i haven't heard it uh, said uh outside of that until now now i'm I, I, I had this um idea that we have to again think about our roles in schools because they're very um, distinct roles you've got class teachers you've got uh, learning support teachers you've got snas and so uh, so you've got these three very distinct roles i suppose main roles in a school and and what i was suggesting one is that you forget the titles um and forget what you're supposed to be doing and i think at this time you do what you need to do um and you know and and if we have to get rid of learning support for the uh, with the exchange that we have half the number of people in our rooms um uh, uh, then that would be a consideration because i don't think it's realistic to suggest we double the number of teachers in uh, in the country because what are we going to do with these teachers where are we going to find them number one and number two when this is all over which it will do uh, at some point um what are we going to do with these extra teachers so we need um we need to think about these things um, and we do need to think about the role of people in the school. I think SNAs as well are, are more than um, uh, qualified to take care of uh, care needs and uh, working on uh, working with a teacher. Potentially, um, they might be able to deliver some of the curriculum. And again, I know they're not supposed to, but in a crisis like this we have to do what we have to do uh to um to get through this um it's only it's only part time and i think digging our sticking our um heels in and all that kind of stuff about what we're supposed to do maybe now isn't uh, isn't a good time for we need to think uh, creatively but and knowing and, and making sure that the the that certain practices that we might have to do don't continue um into the future unless they turn out to be good ideas um uh, of course um extra prefabs going up or screens being put up to safety yeah i mean I, I do i do think there's a lot of merit in um sticking up prefabs around the country um you know it's in order to reduce class sizes a half class size even i know it'll look ugly but no one's doing anything and no one's going anywhere anyway the only trouble is is what happens when you pull them up what wh- what will be underneath them because i think they have to lay foundations and all sorts of horrible things and i actually don't know if it te- while it sounds good i think in reality it wouldn't work at all um unfortunately and then uh, the last suggestion here from more um is that free vaccinations flu vaccinations uh, for teachers which makes sense um i'm just looking to see sorry and um someone's had closed the schools and uh the final comment here really is i emailed uh my four local tds last week suggesting we do one week of distance learning the week before midterm break it would give a break from all close contacts and this was before any mention of level five and susan i think you know this is an idea that's taking a little bit of a, um yeah it seems to be catching on a little bit um because i, I you're, i've heard this from people a bit you know higher up in uh, various organisations um mentioning this you know and um I- in the last day um so i mean to be honest i don't know if it'll happen unless cases go through the roof over the next week and i mean at the minute i can see that the the battleground between nfet and the government the lines have been drawn after leo radkers i suppose um, what would you call it attack uh, on 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 nfet uh, last night um which seems to have not done him any favors um but um you know that seems to have been divisive rather than um you know which is not what we need right now you'll have loads of people um defending while leo vradcard uh, did um on on, a, on an interview with Claire byrne and then you've the majority of people who don't uh defend it um what it's done it's created a division in this and it's undermined both the government and nfet in some ways now maybe it hasn't i mean i think people are quick to say that um i do think um today things were a little bit quiet and maybe there was some um <laughs> i was going to say uh, some restorative practice going on uh between the two agencies today because yeah things 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 are i mean things are a bit scary again uh, you know and uh, the mention of level five really jolted everybody on Sunday uh, where most of these comments came. By yesterday, um it, the talk was on level three, and now we are going to be in level three from this evening. Um, so I don't know, it's 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 kind of um the idea of maybe closing the schools a week earlier than midterm break might actually catch on if you know things don't improve over the next uh, couple of weeks. Uh, It would be kind of interesting. It would give two weeks of locking down the country completely in a way, um, which may, you know, help uh, a little bit. Uh, It worked the last time. Schools are off for one of those two weeks. Look, I don't know. I don't know if it's 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 definitely worth considering. But I think, I mean, what I'd be I'm going to finish really uh, in a minute, um, just with a couple of final thoughts on it Um, from from my own perspective. I I kind of found it a very interesting um sort of exercise just asking people how they thought um level five would look and there are all the responses and all of the responses uh, that i got you know seemed to be um very similar very measured there was nothing hysterical i mean you know i mean i i know a couple of people said close the schools down i mean and obviously we have to really you know i i i, I mean and also on the opposite way there were people saying you know keep the schools open at all costs but there's there's always a middle ground with things, and I mean, I suppose it all goes back to what we maybe should have done in the first place, um, and and that wasn't to keep our fingers crossed and hope everything was okay. It was never going to be okay um, in reality, unless the virus disappeared, uh, which it wasn't going to do. And I, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, and I, I kind of, I suppose, one of the things that I, that kind of annoys me is, you know, schools isn't where the virus spreads. You know, if the community behave themselves, then schools, you know, then the, the virus won't spread in schools. But it makes absolutely no sense, uh, that statement, because schools are communities, you know, and if people are, are people are behaving in the community, it stands to reason then that, you know, obviously schools... Will spread the virus less because people because it's it's just community. If the community are behaving poorly, then the virus will spread in schools. I mean, it it it, they're 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 directly they're they're directly correlate with each other. You know, you you can't have one without the other. You know, we're we're all communities, and if you if if we have a situation where the virus is spreading within the community, which it is at the moment, it's going to spread in schools. It's it's without doubt, and maybe. and people are saying that that children don't spread the virus I th- i'm pretty sure you know that that isn't absolutely 100 percent true it can't be true um and it, be, it just doesn't make any sense that a virus would know um but then again look the th- i suppose what that says is we just don't know still we don't know enough about this virus um so what do we do if we get to level five um and what what about schools um my own personal opinion um would be um i i, I suppose i i talked uh, last month about the blended learning thing and i think what we need to do is okay who comes to school that's the first question we have to ask and i think for me it's it has to be there's three types of cohort you've got children that need to come to school every day and these are children who would be quite who would be in the vulnerable category let's say um you know children from uh very disadvantaged backgrounds uh children who have additional needs that can't access distance learning because of their additional need um and i would say children of frontline workers like doctors nurses i would also add teachers to that uh, because obviously if a teacher can't come to school because of uh, child minding well then you've got children not being taught so we do need um their children to come to school so that's um people who come every day i would suggest then you have children that don't come to school at all that's people who decide not to for any reason i think that's fair enough A conscious uh, decision not to go to school i think we have um high risk and very high risk uh, cases absolutely i think that's uh, wise um and um I, I, I think um they're the they're really the ones that need to stay at home um and, and should be supported uh with learning Uh, that way and then you have the i suppose the majority of people and in that case i would suggest the blended learning approach is probably right now it probably won't suit uh, uh, a lot of families um, because people have to work and i get that so we have to think of what the measure would be now half in school half out of school maybe the best option i don't know is there a three days in three days out i don't know again these are all these things that we need to think about um and i don't really have an answer for that one I, that this middle cohort um i kind of in some ways i don't know what you see it will all be down to employers and their flexibility um and we need to we need to allow uh, them to decide what works better for you a business can is it better for a business uh, to have someone in three days and then off two days in two days out three days and, and maybe job share kind of having a job share sort of scenario there but i mean like that's fine for big businesses that can afford that and um, we have to look at small businesses and self-employed people who and um, what are they going to do we have to look at working from home all that kind of stuff and to be honestly that's way beyond my pay packet and um, i don't really know how that stuff works Um, but it, it, it's going to have to um if we're going to uh, keep schools open the second question i suppose is who's going to teach uh, and what and this comes down to my flexibility again in what the role of a teacher what the role of an sna is and what we need to do is we need to say look if we're going to have a half the children in school and half the children not in school then we need to um change what is uh, what a a, a set the set teams' role, um, the additional, uh, the support teachers' roles, and we have to look at like some teachers will be teaching face to face, some teachers will be teaching distance learning, and uh, then uh, and 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 I think that's probably where we need to go. Uh, learning support highly diminished. Um, I would say to just extreme cases where one to one is needed. Um, or um, you know, in, in in very severe cases, but I would also look at SNAs um, and say say as well that again, um, well, they'll be very. Uh, the The likelihood is if people are in school, their children will be the ones in school because of their uh, because um, they will need to be because they probably won't be able to engage in distance learning, but if there's some flexibility there there may be a way of relaxing the role a little bit to support um, a class teacher in some of the learning activities um, where where that is possible um, again I, I i'm not 100 uh, sure whether that would be possible or not um i i think i mean uh the the what gets taught i think we have to reduce our curriculum down um to core subjects um uh, in the main and um less of it as well so uh again we'd have english irish and maths being taught we might add uh, pe and sphe if that's what the government really uh, think and i think sphe certainly is very important pe certainly very important as well if we can um but uh, but quite you know again difficult um to do i think the rest of the curriculum can be integrated into projects um uh th- through the arts through the science history and geography and all that kind of stuff and uh i mean I, I i i mean when it comes to the patron program maybe that could be integrated um as well uh, whether it's religion or learn together or whatever you whatever program schools cover so again i think uh a blended learning approach would be needed um well for that so you know you've got teachers teaching it uh, in school but you have teacher uh, people needing to learn out of school and we need to figure out how does that all work uh, with a blended learning thing so some some in some some teaching online some teaching offline and how would that all work and um, we need to use we need to make sure that every student has the technology they need uh, that's going to require a lot of investment I know for example in Romania uh, the government are uh, buying two hundred thousand uh, Internet-enabled uh, devices to give to uh, the the what, what I suppose uh, I read in the article the poorest uh, children I- in the country. Um, I don't know if that's enough, uh, but I mean two hundred thousand is more than uh, what was it six? <laughs> um, I don't know how many I got, but I mean blah blah blah. How much would we got device wise in Ireland? I mean it was zero really. Um, money was given uh, for for devices. If I got six blah 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 on average. Yeah, I'm looking at about. Maybe thirty thousand, um, and compared to two hundred thousand. So look, they're going to have to get the finger out and do that. I also think broadband provision. Uh, I think the government need to pay uh, the likes of Vodafone or whoever or a- and Air to provide free four G and five G internet um, everywhere, so that it doesn't cost you to do uh, to do any of that. So there's a lot. Um, that's a few things and I, I think those are i mean just for a start if we go to level five if we want to keep schools open i mean this is the thing we have to there has to be some level of investment there i've tried to do it as much as i can on the cheap um but we can't do it without we can't do it without a good internet infrastructure and that could be done very easily and um, simply by providing 4g and 5g uh, for free and then uh, i mean i know it's not free the the devices but i mean we do need to provide all children with the required devices so i mean they're all my thoughts i'm not sure what you think of that um it's uh 45 minutes of thoughts uh pondering thanks for the tweets and uh facebook messages um in response to the question of level five i'm not sure if it helps very much um but hopefully it gives a little bit to um wet your palate um and uh Apart from that, all I have to say is thanks so much for listening. Um, I'll be back on Friday uh, at 5:59 with episode 39 of If I Were the Minister for Education, and this week I will be tackling homework because um, the reason for tackling homework is uh, this week it turned it became October and a lot of the discussion around. Um, schools was should we reintroduce homework because most schools didn't do homework in september so i thought i might give a few ideas on homework uh this week anyway thanks for listening I uh, hope you um, enjoyed uh, the ponderings and uh, we'll be back next time um and i'll be back later on in the week with if i were the minister for education thanks for listening Bye bye